The reading is from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 7 and 9. We want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that has been granted to the churches of Macedonia. For during a severe ordeal of affliction, their abundant joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For, as I can testify, they voluntarily gave according to their means and even beyond their means, begging us earnestly for the favor of partnering in this ministry to the saints. And not as we expected. Instead, they gave themselves first to the Lord and by the will of God to us, so that we might urge Titus that, as he had already made a beginning, so he should also complete this generous undertaking among you. Now as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in utmost eagerness, and in our love for you, so we want you to excel also in this generous undertaking. I do not say this as a command, but I am, by mentioning the eagerness of others, testing the genuineness of your love. For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning. Starting today until Thanksgiving Sunday, we are journeying together with your new sermon series on stewardship. This year, we will focus on God's blessings. And we will talk about how God intended us to use the blessings that we receive from God. So before we begin, I want you to say your neighbor that you are blessed. <laughs> you are blessed. You are blessed. Would you join me in prayer? God of blessings, we have come together to worship you, to receive your words. May this time be a blessing to us as we learn your will. May the word of my mouth and the meditation of my hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord my rock, and my redeemer. Amen. When you hear the word stewardship, what comes to your mind? You can say it. I don't want it. <laughs> it's okay. You can say money. <laughs> money. Giving. It's really giving. Yeah, giving. But actually, stewardship refers to a moral and a spiritual responsibility for all, not just money, but all things that God entrusts us as God's doers. It can be our family, our job, our relationship, our church, and our earth and our resources 
and etc. Unfortunately, most of the time we forget our role as stewards like this five-year-old boy. One day, a father and his five-year-old son are traveling on freeway. The boy says he's hungry. He would love to stop for a snack. So they see the golden arches ahead and pull off to the road. Boy sits at one of the tables in a restaurant and the father returns with a bag of full of steamy and fresh french fries. <gasps> Yummy. And the boy's face brightened with delight because he's hungry. The father sets the fries before him and takes his seat opposite him. He loves his son. He loves to watch him eat so heartily. Then the dad does what old dads would do. He reaches over and takes one French fry from him. And the little boy stabs at his father. Dad, these are mine. Don't touch. I think we can relate to this story. And we have all had this scene at least once in our life with our children. We have seen our kids have claimed something that they have as mine, mine. And although it was not something that they got their own. They have acted selfishly and they were blind to our loving provision. This little child's claiming, my mind, reminds us of our human sinful nature, the selfish being. We want to keep what we have, but we do, we do not want to give or share. But you might say, Pastor, I like to give. I know you all like to give. What a blessing you are. God bless you. If you like to give, it means that you are living as God intended us to be. When God created human beings, God designs us to be generous because our God is generous. And indeed, the creation story tells us that the first human being was generous. After God planted the Garden of Eden, God commanded the man to till and keep it. And the first human being, Adam, took good, uh, took good care of God's creation. Trees, plants, and animals by giving his attention and his time and by sharing his resources with them. Adam blessed them as God blessed Adam. Adam did not claim trees, fruits, or animals that were in the Garden of Eden as his because he, he knew that all those things in the garden belonged to God. He was just a steward of God's creation. 
Unfortunately, after seeing came to us, we have forgotten how God intended us to be. We have become gradually blinded to our loving and generous provider who owns everything. Instead of giving or sharing, we are tempted to keep and hoard in our house. And then we claim, these are mine. Pastor Adam said, we like to claim something that we have as my, my, because we have fear. We have fear that if we give too much, that there won't be enough left for us. Or we won't have enough money to buy things that we need or want. Yet, once we acknowledge that all things that we have belong to God, and that we are merely stores of God's creation. We have freedom in giving. And our selfish attitude can be changed to be generous, as God intends us to be. And th I think this is what Paul was trying to teach to the church of callings in his second letter. If you have read the first letter to the church of callings, you might know how many problems they had. The city of callings was known for immorality. So the church of callings struggled to figure out their behaviors as Christians who lived in a sin city. There was a sexual immorality. They sued against each other. There were divisions among the Christians because of their belief and because of their leader, church leaderships, and etc. But Paul loved the church. So he spent a lot of time, his time and energy to return their hearts to the Lord and to live and act like Christ. So in the previous chapter from today's scripture reading, Paul heard the good news that the church of Collins repented to the Lord and that they wanted to be a good Christians. So in chapter eight, Paul reminds the church in Collins of their role as stewards of the riches of a redeemed life by Jesus Christ by saying, quote, for you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich, quote. And with the example of good stewardship from the churches in Macedonia that willingly and joyfully gave the help persecuted Jewish people in Jerusalem. Despite of their strugglings, Paul urges the Christians in Corinth to follow the example of the Church of Macedonia and the example 
of Jesus Christ. And ask them to become the agent of God's blessings by stirring hearts to a new life in Jesus Christ and by helping others. And in the next chapter, even though we didn't read it today, we see that the church of Corinth is changing. They are transforming to become the agent of God's blessing, like the church of Macedonia. As I prepare the message for today, I gave thanks to the Lord for you and for generosity and for your faithfulness. When I read the story of the church of Macedonia, I was thinking of you. You were like the church of Macedonia. During the pandemic, we all struggled our lives financially, spiritually, and mentally. Despite of the hardship, you never stopped supporting the church with your prayer, with your giving, and with your presence. And because of your support and your willingness to give and to share what you have, our church not only survived through the pandemic, but we have been active in ministry and mission. And we have been blessing so many people who need God's blessings through our mission and ministry. For example, through our food pantry, we have helped so many people and we blessed them. Through our offerings, we have helped the homeless and those affected by the hurricanes and by wars. Through our worship and music ministry, we have blessed many thirsty souls. Through the diaper drive, school supplies drive, we have blessed so many mom and children and also young children. Through our prayer show ministry, we have blessed the sick and the baptized babies. Through our Sunday school and family ministry, we have blessed many families who have young children and draw them closer to the Lord. Through our caring ministry, we have blessed the homebound during the isolated time and we became their bodies. Through your prayers, we have, we have blessed so many people who needed God's healing touch. Sharing our church building and being a good stores of our church building, we have supported and blessed many groups like AA, a 50 plus club, Boy Scouts, a dance club, and helping, help, uh, no, Hillsdale helping Hillsdale. This is not the end. Hillsdale UMC now wants to grow in its mission and ministry and bless more people by sharing the blessings that we have received from the Lord. So church, I want you to join 
our new vision to grow our church so that we can make many people a disciple of Christ to bring transformation over the world. And we are here in the, in the center of his still because God has plan a plan and purpose for us. We are very important. And yesterday, while I was doing the volunteer at the food pantry, I met a young man who just lost his job. He wasn't sure it is okay for him to come and ask some help. And then before I met him, I spoke with him on the Facebook chat. And I told him, it's totally fine. Just come, we are here for you. And he told me that, Pastor, I, I don't need permanent help, but only temporarily until I get a job again. He was a beautiful guy. He was this tall. And, he, and after he received the food items, he says, I do, not, I do not believe in God, but through this action, I know that God is there and God loves me, so I thank you. So church, God has purpose for us. So I want you to join again. I know you all have something in your life. You all are struggling with our lives, but please join and share God's blessing and release your blessing to people who never know Christ and who needs God's blessing. It is our job to bless others with our blessing. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for your blessings. You have blessed us so many different ways and abundantly. We are so thankful for being here today at UMC. You call each one of us as your church and you gave us a spe special purpose and mission so that we can share your blessings with others. Let us continue to, to release your blessings by sharing what we have and by giving what we have. And continue to bless us. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.